Warning, this podcast contains strong language, mentions of disordered eating, mental health and other bits and bobs. If diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands. If you've suffered from weight stigma, clap your hands. If you're sick of weight loss tales and looking down upon the scales, if diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands. Hello, it's been a hot minute. Um, welcome back to the podcast. I have been away for a couple of weeks. That is because the brain goblins in my head captured me, but I have fed them and watered them, so they should leave me alone for a bit. That's basically my fun way of saying depression got me good, and we didn't appreciate it, but I have nourished the soul, and I am back. So um, this week I thought we'd go for a little bit of a ramble, you know, just, just whatever pops up, because I feel like that's quite fun. Um, I think what we should start off with is in the UK we have had this new scheme from the government called Eat Out to Help Out or Dine Out to Help Out. Basically what that means is if you eat out in an establishment and sit in the dining area, you get 50% off of your food. That's a lot of money. I cannot tell you how much half price food I have eaten this month. I don't even eat out that much, but oh my god, I've had half price pizza, half price ice cream, half price toasties, and to be honest, all it has made me realise is we pay too much for takeaway food. Like fucking hell. I've realised I don't want to pay fucking four pounds for a coffee at Starbucks. Like two pounds should be the limit, you know? Like why am I paying someone that much for a coffee? actually daylight robbery so obviously with the eat out to help out scheme um the idea is you sit in the restaurant and you boost the economy by getting people to come out and spend their money uh me and my friend were sat in mcdonald's uh yeah that's right we waited and sat in mcdonald's for 40 minutes to get a half price mcflurry and i don't regret it anyway this guy comes up to the machine and he puts in what he wants and he says to the lady well i don't don't i get it half price and she said, no, sir, um, you've got to sit in to get the discount. And he said, oh, well, I'm being penalised for not sitting in the restaurant. I should get the food half price regardless. And it's literally like, no, sir, no, you are wrong. You are not, you're not following the rules. That is not the rules. Just perch on that table and eat your food. It's not difficult. You're not being penalised for anything, you absolute turd. So I'm also finding quite innovative new ways to hold this microphone because um, the stand is shocking and it doesn't really fit on the desk. So right now I'm sat cross-legged and I've got the microphone perched on my ankles and it seems to be doing a top job. Anyway, so obviously we like to talk about food here. We like to talk about weight stigma. We like to talk about all that fun stuff. But what is this fight on obesity that we've got going on in the UK right now. So basically, Bojo went and got himself the... the <coughs> we don't talk about it, we don't say the words, but he went and got that thing that's, you know, made a pandemic in the world. Uh, and then he went, oh no, I was I was too overweight, and now now we must make sure that the whole country doesn't get it. <laughs> so um, he's decided we'll, you know, we'll make sure everyone knows that they are obese, etc, etc. Let's fight obesity. Blah, 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 blah. That basically just means let's bombard the televisions with these adverts of people who are overweight um, <clears throat> by, you know, the BMI chart, which is <clears throat> bullshit. Um, yeah, bombard us with adverts of people trying to get fit, trying to eat healthy, blah, 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 blah. Throwing 
these things at people and just going, eat healthier, exercise, bruh, it's that easy. It's not that easy, you know. A lot of these people that they're trying to target are people, you know, in their 40s, in their 50s. They've lived a certain way for so long, you know. You can't just say, go and do that, please, and your life will change. Like, you know, people have routines and patterns and 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 things that they're stuck in you can't just go okay change now please bye-bye doesn't work like that you know you can't expect the entirety of whoa i just forgot how to make words then you can't just expect the entirety of the uk everyone who who is overweight to just go okay i'm I'm going to change now if they wanted to change or if it was easy to change they would have done it by now you know it's not we need to stop pretending boris needs to stop pretending that it's it's just about health because it's not you know, health, oh, fix our health, or, yeah, to lose weight, to, you know, blah, 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 blah. There, there, there aren't any direct correlations between obesity, I sounded proper like Boris then, let's get away from that, there, there are no actual links between obesity and, you know, dying of, <laughs> there isn't, there, there just isn't, you know, yes, okay, if, if, if you're obese, you may have other illnesses related to X, Y, Z, which then make it harder to fight that illness. But it's not directly because of the obesity. And that is dangerous information that we are passing on to people. Testing. Testing. Stage two of Boris's ridiculous plan. To, I mean, I know it's not directly Boris's fault, blah, blah, blah. But I don't like Boris Johnson. I don't like the Tories. It's not a secret. Bah. So we're just going to blame Boris because it's easier for my little brain. Anyway, Boris's number two is... Let's weigh kids when they go back to school. That's a fucking great idea, isn't it? Not. Imagine, right, being lined up, which is something they used to do in the 70s, by the way. You line them up, chuck them on a scale, say, this is how much you weigh. You are overweight, you know? And let's be honest, it probably won't be private because state schools can't afford to do stuff like that. So it'll probably just be in a fucking long line in the school hall. You jump on the scales and they go, yeah, you're overweight. Sorry, um, you're a fat kid. And then all your fucking so-called mates all weigh fine. And they go, <laughs> Sally's overweight. Sally has a high BMI. Sally's going to die of obesity and a heart attack. Okay, they're probably not going to say that because they are literally children who are just dumb and snotty. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not. It's, it's, you're just breeding eating disorders within young children before they've even got a chance to enjoy anything. Like, that's not fair, man. You've already got kids bullying each other for the way they look just because they're not used to something slightly different to their own. Like, come on. Weighing kids when they go back to school is such a terrible idea. Plus, you know, some kids some kids have more muscles. Some kids are just built smaller. Some kids are built a bit bigger. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But you cannot say that a child is obese and tell them they have to change at such a young age. Instead, we need to just be educating children. Also, with, like, you know, school meals that kids take to school and stuff, I wasn't... um, We weren't able to afford pack lunches. No, we were able to afford pack lunches. No, we weren't. Good Lord, I'm tired. We weren't able to afford pack lunches. So, luckily, I got school meals for free. Big up Bell Farm and big up Rydens, even though Rydens wasn't great, but we won't talk about that. Um, and I would get school meals, I'd get fed, it would be relatively mm, healthy. And, you know, you'd see all these kids sit down and they'd have, you know, relatively whatever they wanted in their lunchboxes. And that was absolutely fine. And you'd have a bit of swappage, you know, jammy dodger for a wagon wheel. Perfect exchange, if you ask me. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Amazing. And, you know, it was never like outrageous. You know, you might have a chocolate bar or a packet of crisps, but there's nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, usually there'd be fruit around anyway. You could eat fruit at school. You'd 
you know, there were relatively healthy choices. But now there are, I mean, I don't have children, so I'm not entirely sure, but you know, like there are rules like, you know, not allowed any sweets, not allowed any crisps, not allowed anything processed, you know, you're not allowed anything like that. It has to all be like natural. We're not all fucking middle-class people with good jobs who can afford all of these little tiny cute things and oh I, I made samantha some celery boats with fucking whatever in it i don't know what a celery boat is but i kind of want to eat it you know also some of us don't have time to make these healthy again quote healthy you know healthy nutritious varied lunches you know sometimes it is a here's a sandwich here's a package of crisps or the famous here is a lunchable go and construct your own sandwich if anything that is basically like teaching engineering at a young age big marks to the lunchable we also can't ignore these people uh, especially on facebook the people that are very self-righteous and very um you know they want to be like haha you are wrong you've got a lot of people saying oh i don't understand why people can't eat healthily at home why people are buying rubbish cheap food and why people are doing this and why people are buying processed food i'll tell you for why darren Yep, we're picking on the Darrens today. I'll tell you for why, Darren. It's because you can buy a six-pack of crisps for a pound. You can buy a head of lettuce for a pound. Which one is going to go further? I can tell you it is the six-pack of crisps. Also, you've got people saying, you know, oh, I made this um, I made this stir-fry. You know, 62p for the vegetables, 30p for the noodles reduced, the chicken, blah. £3.99 will feed for two nights. Yeah, that's great. But if you were to have that, I don't know, for six six times. That's about eight, nine quid, right? And then you do that, you know, every day for every meal, say, or whatever. You're still looking at about 80 quid a week, even if you just eat that, and only that three times a day. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you'd eat it three times a day. That would still cost you about 80, 90 quid. If you are unemployed and you are on benefits, you get about 71 pounds a week. So no, you can't do it because it's not sustainable and you know people are like oh well, you know vegetable is so cheap vegetables are so cheap why are you buying all this frozen nonsense when you could feed your kids good healthy food i'll tell you why because again you can buy this veg but one it's it doesn't last that long you know you can't freeze all of it also why would somebody spend all that money on all the fresh ingredients which aren't going to last that long aren't going to go very far when you can literally buy a packet of 20 chicken nuggets a packet of chips and some frozen peas for half the price and that's going to go a lot further you know people that have never struggled don't seem to understand that people aren't just doing it because they want to they're doing it because they have to i'm pretty sure any parent out there will tell you that they would love to feed their kids nutritious healthy you know variety of foods but they just simply can't do it because you know this country isn't designed to help people in need you know a fucking woman died of malnutrition the other day and her malnourished baby would by the side of the fucking corpse just there you know you know we've got fucking billionaires in this country like it it boggles the mind that somebody can be left like that when there is enough money to feed everyone but no why would why would we want people fed and warm and housed what a ludicrous idea in 2020 now last but not least on um boris's list of bullshit that he is um, inflicting on us is calories on menus now i did touch on this briefly in the last episode but let's just really go in there okay why on earth would you want to see You've gone out for lunch, you've gone out for breakfast, you've gone out for dinner. That is not the order that we eat them in. But, you know, meals are a construct. Eat whatever you want, when you want, doesn't matter what time. That was the news telling me that Paris Hilton has had a dark, painful past. I will read that later. Anyway, you know, 
why would you want to go out for dinner and see how many calories are on your food you know oh i'm oh, i'm gonna have a steak and chips you know feel like it you see 1200 calories and you've had i don't know you've had 1200 calories already why on earth would you want to see that because you're instantly going to think oh oh i can't have that oh no uh numbers absolutely arbitrary if you're hungry and you want it fucking eat it you know as long as you're not eating 12 donuts in a go because apparently that is unhealthy for you i'm, I'm pretty sure you're all right you know because moderation is key and all that i've heard on the grapevine so you know not only is it silly in that respect, but we, we, we must remember that there are so many people out there who already have eating disorders. It's just going to fuel them. You know, these people that are in recovery, these people that are doing so well to have a healthy relationship with food and, you know, be better in themselves. are just going to go out for dinner, which is already a big thing for someone who's got an eating disorder and see the calories on the menu and go, oh, OK, well, I'm not going to eat anything now, am I? You know, absolutely ridiculous. Also, a lot of people don't actually realise what they're doing is disordered eating, you know. If you pick up an apple over a cookie in a coffee shop, you're like, oh, I've made a good choice. It's like, that's subjective. I mean, is the is the apple more nutritious? Yes. Did you want the cookie? Yes. But, you know, in our heads we go, that's good. I've avoided the bad food. We always put it down to good food and bad food because that's how we've been brought up and that's how we've been seen, shown to perceive things, even though it's, you know, it's bollocks. Um, so yeah, that's crazy, and we need to stop doing that. Also, I do not want to know how many calories are in a hot chocolate. Like I know it's a lot. Please don't ruin the milky goodness. I would like it without it being ruined with numbers that don't really mean anything. They're just numbers that tell me how much energy is and something. So let's not do that. So yeah, Boris, please don't put the bloody calories on menus. M maybe make a separate sheet for people. You know, if they really need it. But I just don't think it should be pushed in our faces because it's not the right way to tackle obesity or make people healthier. You know, it starts from education and helping people and educating them and just making sure that they know how to do things. We don't have to just bombard everything all in one go because that is not how it works. You know, that is why the diet industry fails, because it sets you up to fail. Because as soon as you restrict, that is when you binge. If you restrict what you want, you are going to binge because you aren't eating enough and your body wants it. You know, teach people these things. It'd be so much easier. Right. That was part one. We, we don't break these up, but we're doing it today. That was part one, which I like to call Boris is a... I don't want to be rude because Boris is a... is a... is a butthole okay that was what that first section was called now section number two imagine it's like the news but for like celebrities that are only mentioned as weight loss in the news so we're just going to do a little hello and welcome to celebrities that are more than just their weight but all we seem to be talking about is their goddamn weight now first on that list is of course you guessed it our babe adele now, let's remember that Adele is a English singer-songwriter. She graduated from Brit school. She has had three incredible platinum albums. And she's been doing this since she was 16, you know? She makes incredible music. She is wholesome, lovely, kind. Only 32, has a net worth of 190 million US dollars. And the first thing that comes up when you Google her is... Adele credits a life-changing self-help book for her seven-stone weight loss. Adele reveals the seven-help book. Seven-help book? The self-help book that changed her life. Adele, 
Never knew Hello Hitmaker gave her rare update as she talks freedom amid weight loss. I don't, I don't like this, you know. I just, just, I just don't. Also, Adele is a world famous singer, but recently her weight loss has been making headlines. A lot of people have, you know, f uh, thought that it was all down to Pilates and her, um, her spirit to be able to do anything she wants to, and the fact that she eats well and followed all these things and decided after a breakup, no, that's it, I'm going to be a wonderful woman. No, she had a hypnotherapist, okay? That is very important to know. It wasn't just healthy eating, it wasn't Pilates, it wasn't a change in mind, well, it was a change in mind, but it's all because of a hypnotherapist, okay? Without those positive affirmations, is what we're calling them, she would not have done that, okay? And I think it's very problematic that people only think it's because of the healthy eating, the Pilates, the, the willpower, because it, it simply isn't. She has paid someone to talk to her subconscious, to make her different, to make her change, because she didn't like herself that much. And that is really sad, because the amount of achievements that woman, that woman, she's more than one woman, she's one woman, the amount of achievements that woman has made by the age of 32 are fucking incredible. And the fact that she has lost seven stones should be the least interesting thing about her. And that is the real tea. Number two on our list is... Gemma Collins. We love Gemma Collins. We love Gemma Collins. I love JC. What can I say? She is incredible. English media personality and businesswoman. Is she? Is she really? Anyway, okay. So, with Le Gemma Collins. Again, we Google her. First thing that comes up. Gemma Collins turns down celebrity SAS who dares wins after losing three stone. And then we've got another one, which is... Good Lord... Gemma Collins shows off weight loss in animal print bikini. Gemma Collins' weight loss. How Towie Star lost three stone in incredible new pictures. Gemma Collins declares love for herself as she shows off weight loss in stunning snap. Gemma Collins stripes down to a bikini as she confidently strikes a pose after three stone weight loss. We get the picture. She's lost three stone and she's very happy with herself. But is she very happy with herself? Because we see this a lot with Gemma Collins. Again, I don't want to read this article. Please leave me alone. Like, with Gemma Collins, she's not happy. We can see she's not happy because her weight fluctuates a lot and the weight loss and the weight gain is never going to make her happy because she needs to fix up there before you can fix anything else. And that is something that I have learned. But also she's had an incredibly toxic relationship with this Arj guy who, by the way, literally called her a fat cow and said that she needed to lose weight, even though Arj weighs like the amount of a small horse. I don't know the numbers, but, you know, I just feel very passionately about Gemma Collins because I think she's a very wayward soul who's you know gotten lost a little bit because she used to be very you know for the people for the women love yourself and then you know she's been brainwashing to think that she needs to change that again she's achieved a lot of things and she's she's a she's a crack okay that is what she is and we need to love jc side note i am aware that i've been saying jc this whole time but gc just doesn't really roll off the tongue so we're going with jc even though it's Gemma collins with a g okay have you kept up good Last but not least, we have got the crack that is Rebel Wilson, who is an actress, comedian, writer and producer. She is, quite frankly, hilarious. OK, she is. I just I can't. You, just, you see her in something and you're just howling with laughter. Now, as we Google Rebel Wilson, Rebel Wilson has just eight more kilos to lose until she reaches her goal weight. Rebel Wilson shares an update on her weight loss goal as she continues her year of health. 
Rebel Wilson stuns celebrity friends with latest photo shoot. You look so hot. <sighs> Again, it's ridiculous, you know? The fact that people are made to think that they must lose weight to be acceptable. I just, I just can't, you know? Like, it's this, it's this feigned idea that health and weight go completely hand in hand and you will be more worthy if you lose weight etc etc it is true rebel wilson has been utterly typecast throughout her career because she's been the fat funny one you know like her role in pitch perfect fat amy you know i call myself fat amy so you don't have to blur that is such a common response from people who are fat because you know okay well i'm i'm gonna claim it because then you can't throw it back at me it's a very common thing that people do i used to do it because it was a lot easier than just being called fat because even though it's just a descriptor of a body, it, it, you know, it hurts. So, yeah. I felt a bit sad about that one. I'm not going to lie. And, you know, the sad thing is so many people are tweeting her going, oh, my God, you look so amazing. Oh, my God, I can't believe you were that person on the left. We need to get rid of this idea of before and after photos. Yes, they show progress. Yes, they can show a different time in your life, blah, blah, blah. But also, we're with before and after photos we are simply saying that that person before was not worthy of anything they were not worthy of love light affection happiness anything you know because that is what you are saying you're going oh look at this body before isn't it oh isn't it so horrible no it's not it, it, it's your body and it's done so so much for you and yeah someone just sent me a picture of an otter doing that really powerful speech but it's a really cute picture of an otter so i'm gonna allow it but yeah you know, also, someone's before photo could be someone else's after photo. I've seen many, many photos on Instagram where someone's posted this, like, oh my god, this is me last year, this is me now. And that person on the left looks like me. You know? I like me. They don't. They don't like me because they don't want to look like me. And that can hurt. But then you have to realise that you're actually fucking ace and then you get over it. But it's, it's, I think it's something that we should definitely stop doing because it's, it's, it's detrimental to people's mental health, really testing lastly i'd like to talk about um not a celebrity although i wish me now my name is sydney um if you google me it doesn't tell you about my weight loss or anything but to a lot of people i am known as the girl who was fat and then lost six and a half stone i did lose six and a half stone i've also performed at the royal albert hall before the age of 21 I have written and directed and taken a show to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I have performed on many stages. I have sung at lots of concerts. I have a degree. I have had many jobs. Not good at all of them, but that's okay. I smile at people. I make people happy. I make crafts. I make tits into pots. I like to paint. I like to draw. I like to hug people. I like to make people happy. And fundamentally, my weight is the least interesting thing about me. And if anyone is listening and, you know, they're struggling right now, all I can say to you is losing weight is not going to make you happy. If you are not happy, losing the weight isn't going to change that. I promise you. There are bigger things out there than losing weight. Because, you know, when you die, no one is going to remember how you looked when you lost six pounds to get into a dress they're going to remember how kind you were how lovely your smile was how much of a dick you were at parties that is what they're going to remember so just be kind to yourself and eat the fucking donut man it's so much better than a nutrient bar and you know it so if you're still with me after that roller coaster of a 23 minutes i 
thank you, good people. And I will tell you that my Instagram is at kindnessoverclothesize, all one word. You can check me out on there. I've also got a website, which is kindnessoverclothesize.com. It's got my blog. It's got my Instagram. It's got everything over there. You can also subscribe to my website so you can see what's going on. And you can just ask me questions. Uh, anything you want to see, anything you want to hear. It's open for you, my friends, my little chickens. So I'm going to leave you now. Again, I hope you have a lovely, lovely day or evening or whatever time you're watching this. If it's, you know, your morning commute, hello. Tell Brian next to you to close his goddamn mouth because his breath smells. Unless we are still in a pandemic, then just put a mask on him while he's sleeping because he should have a mask on. So, yeah, thank you so much. If diet culture has your brainwashed, clap your hands. If you've suffered from white stigma, clap your hands. If you're sick of weight loss tales and looking down upon the scales If diet culture has your brainwash, clap your hands <laughs>